What is happening, beautiful people? It's your host, Mr. D713 with Everything Culture, the podcast for all cultures, the podcast with the purpose. Our mission statement comes in the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And that is, he believed that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation. And because of segregation, we have miscommunication. So this platform has been built on the pillars of respect, communication, and consistency so we get to know each other so we can love one another. We have a segment called The Makings of You where we have our guests to come on and we have a one-on-one conversation with them and we ask them about their childhood, their upbringing, their perspective on life and points of view. Then they come back on with a panel of all our other guests and we have a discussion about hair, makeup, child welfare, beauty standards, you name it. All things that deal with culture and things that deal with life because that's how we can have growth, conversation, and understanding. Make sure to check us out on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Make sure to follow and subscribe. Also go to our website where you can find the rest of our content as well as our merchandise at everythingculture.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, IG, as well as TikTok. We're all over. But we want to say thank you so much for your support. Thank you for your love. And if you'd like to be a guest, make sure to go to our website at everythingculture.com and go to contact and leave your information and we will follow up with you soon. Thank you so much. God bless. Peace. definitely going to watch it yeah I'm definitely yeah. going to watch it well welcome back you are not a stranger hey. this is she gets a podcast know, we right? have our family Ruth here okay she is here in the flesh but you guys can't see her only me so okay. we are going to continue this discussion on yeah. abortion and the things around abortion and why it's just the epitome of let's fix this first so everything else can be fixed yeah so where do we go where do we go from here yeah I mean I know the last time when we ended we were listening to women share their experiences and that was really eye-opening to just hear it from people now versus Mm -hmm. the people that I've listened to in the past that have talked about their experiences with with abortion Mm-hmm. So I was, I was real curious to kind of dig into that, like the, the after effects, you know, what happens afterwards, what happens to the mind afterwards too. Cause I think a lot of people don't think about that. They don't talk to you about that. Yeah. Um, I, I remember the first time I got pregnant, my oldest daughter, I remember when I went to go to get the test to see if I was pregnant. And the first question the lady asked me, I'll never forget this. She said, did you want, do you want to keep it? And I was like, yeah, but that's so much that pressure first? because I'm I'm really not here because that's an option for me. So why would you? Right. Yeah, girl. I know it was so just strange, and I was like 19 at the time. So like even for me at that age, I knew that that something. Why she asked me that first? Yeah. Like, why would you not ask me about 
you know, do you have a doctor? Do you know of a doctor? You know, something to help me get prepared for the fact that mm-hmm. I'm pregnant. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um, when I had, when I found out I was pregnant with Ari, I had told mm-hmm. her dad and her dad and I had been like friends since, um, well, more than friends, but we've yeah. known each other for like 15 plus years. So, yeah, and I've yeah. always told him throughout the process of us just being around each other and dealing with each other. I said, if if that ever came to be a possibility, I'm not like your your girlfriend. Like, I don't believe in abortion. I'm not saying women shouldn't do it. I'm just saying, yeah. I don't feel like that's for me. Um, yeah. So just, just know that. And he was like, okay. Girl, it came up. <laughs> Something was wrong with his truck. He couldn't... Um, a oh, driver no. or whatever I was like shit I do not want to have to tell him this over text um <laughs> and I was like he was like man he was like I was on my way there and the truck was messing up he was like um but I'll try to see if I could come by sometime this week I was mm-hmm. like uh-uh I said I need to talk to you he was like what is it he was like just tell me yeah girl them three dots <laughs> <laughs> them three dots <laughs> them three dots moving. I said oh my god I said um and I was like fuck it I just I just sent him the picture and he was like I saw the three dots moving and nothing and I saw oh the three dots gosh. moving and nothing and then I was like this is why I'm like moody and and I have a yeah. headache I never get headaches and he's like fuck Oh. he just like, like he was oh, like yes he was yeah. like oh he was God. like I can't he was like I can't this cannot be like right now I was like well it is right now he was like man I can't we can't have no baby right now I'm just like sir this is yeah. not a decision the decision is yeah. already made so he went through yeah. like he literally went through most of my pregnancy depressed oh my gosh because he is close well he's he's 40 now or 41 and he has a 16 year old daughter Mm. and um his girlfriend has a son that's like 19 um he just went to college but he helped raise him and so to him it's like I gotta go back and um and he he spent the bulk of us having a relationship that we shouldn't have had um hiding it but since oh, I've been in so college, like everybody else everybody on my side knew okay. his mom knew his cousin knew his friends knew the yeah. little friends that he does have knew but for her it was kind of like well if I don't see them together my face is not real but I've talked to her multiple times um, about Ooh, it since college okay. so she was like well as long as they ain't in my face I don't care kind of like that Ooh. so when it happened now it was kind of like now I have to merge all my stuff together and he didn't like that yes. so I think that was like his internal battle of it to me I was like shrugging it because I'm just like sir whatever we all know yeah what's this what this has been yeah. this child is just gonna be in the middle of it and when I tell you when I was like, I must have been like three or four months, this girl sat on the phone with me. She called me, sat on the phone with me for an hour, Ruth. 
and trying to convince me to have an abortion because it was going to hurt her child's feelings. I said, it was going to hurt her what? Her child's feelings. I said, ma'am. Okay. 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 I was like, okay. um, I have a child of my own. I've gone to college. I'm not in high school. I'm not a baby. I'm not stupid. I work. Um, she was like, well, when I had a baby, it was really hard for me. My mom kicked me out. I said, my mother can't kick me out. I have my own house. She stays here with me. <laughs> I said, your, your struggles are not my struggles. Yes. So right. she was um, basically trying to pressure me into having an abortion. And I, mm-hmm. um, at first with him, you know, get getting it as such a shock, um, that thought did go through my mind. I'm just like, Chantal, this ain't you. You don't do this. Yeah. We're not. We're not doing this. So like, let's not even. So um, it was just so ridiculous. But to me, I feel like abortion is not anyone else's choice. It's that person, that woman's choice, that yeah, girl's choice. It's her body. But at the same time, I don't agree with a whole bunch of men sitting in a room making decisions on women's bodies. I think that's ridiculous. Like. I agree as well. And I feel it's so strange because there's a part of me that like me and Kevin used to talk about this too. Like, what about the men? Like, what do the men have a decision? What if the man wants to keep it? And I've had male friends who had, there's one guy friend that I have, like it's, it's it to this day, Mm -hmm. every time we talk to him, this is something that he remembers that one of his children, he had, he had a, Mm -hmm. this girlfriend had aborted at the time in high school Mm -hmm. and it's something that even for him as a man like he's like he thinks about this like all the time you know and we were talking about you know I I think it was a case that came up or a judge was talking about this or somebody I don't remember where we were where we heard about it but someone someone was talking about that what happens to the men who decide that they want to keep the children and should there be laws put in place to be able to stop women from having abortions when the father wants the child too and I I was thinking about it and I was like I mean it's a complicated situation because if you're a woman and it's you don't know exactly you you really do have to make decisions for your life and the baby is a part of that and it is hard to say that the man man is a part of that if he's not really in that committed type of relationship with you because we don't know what men are going to do girl you better than me (laughs) I'm thinking biologically (laughs) <laughs> you have the ability body-wise to carry a baby I feel like men should have a say and if a, if if a baby gets a possible child gets to be kept yeah if we can I go agree. into a, a if we could go into a, a, a hospital and get some surgery done so you can take out this this egg that's growing and put it in this man because he wants to keep this baby then let's go ahead and have a man to have that deciding factor because if that was something that could be done then you would be teeter-tottering on a ti father that wants to make Mm. sure that his his daughters don't get their periods until they're 21 because he feels like that's when Mm -hmm. he's gonna be comfortable with them having sex Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. to me I think, I mean, if, if, if men have an issue with that, take that up yeah. with the creator. That's yeah. what, that's how he made women's bodies. That's how he made men's bodies. Yeah. To me, I think um, men's control in a life that's connected to them um, starts and ends 
with their bodies and what they put their bodies into. Yeah. That's just what it is because women have to carry the burden of possibly dying while carrying a child, um, possibly dying in childbirth. Black women die the most in America compared to any other race all over the world. Um, There are third world countries that have better childbirths and safer job childbirths for women than black women have in America. And we carry the burden of every month having a new uh, symptom and having to constantly adjust with our bodies and men get to be like, "Hmm, I think I want to be here for the first month. Then I don't think I want to be here for the second and third month. And now I feel like I want to be here for this baby. And I feel like I can still go out and party and drink and eat what I want. You're, you're not taking care of a child as soon as you pee on the stick. That's woman true, is. but I do think it's a possibility for them to put in some kind of criteria. Like, I don't know, in a lot of government programs, it's like, in order for you to qualify for this thing, you have to do these things. So like, I feel like if, if there, if there was, cause there's a part of me that feels like a man who does lay down with a woman, mm-hmm. if they do get pregnant and he wants children, mm-hmm. I don't think it's fair for him to be in a situation where his the girlfriend could be like, I don't want the baby. And now, you know, he's like, but I do. for your idea, it should be a form that's signed while you're in that committed relationship, that person before y'all fuck. It should be something, whether it's before, during something, but if there's a, if there's a decision or a conversation, if there's a conversation where the decision <laughs> is that the man says, you know what, I'll, I'll raise the baby, give me the baby, yeah. I'll raise the baby, and, but it will have to be like, okay, if you're going to do that, then you need to be here for this appointment, that appointment with her, you have to go through yeah. whatever she needs during the pregnancy, you need to take care of her, if she needs some shit to massage her feet with, yep, you gotta buy that shit Because too. also- If she want crab, crab legs, right. you have to buy them crab legs Come too. bring her ice and her chocolates on time. Everything. Every, Everything. every day at five o'clock. Um, <laughs> if if, if <laughs> right. that was the case, then there will be a law- mind, do you? No, I'm about there will be a that. law okay. put in place for- Men to start paying child support as soon as a woman pees on a stick. Oh, oh, I mean, if that that's what I'm saying. See, this is the thing with America, right? You can have, <laughs> sorry, you can have whatever you want to have, right? Yeah. But you're going to have to give up something. Yeah. Y'all want no abortions? Then, okay, give us something. Yeah. You don't want welfare? Okay, give us something. Then this dude has got to take care of this woman. But then and- you know, have the other argument where dudes be like, well, what if I don't want the baby and she wants the baby? Well, I mean, it's two. So somebody's yeah. going to have to, you know, you can't have that nobody, you know, you can't have it where I get to make all the decisions and then you're left out of it. I, I don't, I don't know if it could work that way. But that's the same way I feel about um, Republicans. Republicans um, last year was really gun ho on, you know, this state, um, abortions are illegal. Um, this state, uh, after this time, abortions are okay or after this time abortions are not oh, okay yeah, it was like, what, right eight months or something like listen, that. listen it's ridiculous if 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 you could prove that you were raped or it was incest then okay we will oh. go ahead and okay your abortion oh. listen in pennsylvania in order for women to have the government pay for them to have abortions all they have to say is verbally this baby was conceived by rape or incest that's it what? that's it that's it but every state is not that way right and I have a lot of family members that have had 
um, abortions. I have um, a lot of friends that have had abortions and some of them do regret it to the point where by this time I possibly would have had a child that would be Ooh. such and such years old. And I don't know what that's like because I waited for the picket fence. I waited for Ooh. the good job. I waited for yeah. the um, good relationship. And now I have all those things that I'm having such a hard time conceiving or yeah. they, um, they, you know, did everything right. You know, yeah, they have that guilt. Mm. They did everything right. Now their life is, you know, perfect to, to raise a child in a healthy way. And they're having mm. issues conceiving with their person. And then they just feel like, you know, it's unfair that everybody else gets to have kids that really can't take care of kids. And here I am with this lifestyle and I can. Mm. And it's so hard for me. You know, it's so hard for me. And that's why I tell people there's no real way to plan for a child. Yeah. Because yeah, even none. if you have all the money, you have, you know, all the room, the house, everything that you could give mm -hmm. a child, you could pay for college. Yeah. Your child could come out uh, with some type of disability, um, yep. some type of a uh, defect. You just don't or just know. just be bad as hell. Listen. Just be, and some people do give birth to demons in their life. <laughs> Let's keep it 100. Um, so that is them. a possibility. And my thing is like for Republicans, if you don't want abortions and you want people to go yeah. through it a full pregnancy, even little girls, right? Yeah, yeah. Even little girls that were raped by relatives and you want them to go through and have this child, right? You yeah. can't say once the child comes out, we are not giving you government assistance. We are not helping Ooh. you work. We are not making sure you have their schooling because now you're saying, I basically want to up the, the homelessness and, yeah. and, and I want to have people living on the streets because that's what it's going to be. Yeah. And that's the thing too. I think that a lot of, when, whenever these conversations come up, I, sometimes I feel like it's not, they're not even really serious. You know, when they're like making the whole thing of the pro-life, let me just say this, 2020 convinced me that that is a bunch of bullshit. You know why? Because no of these motherfuckers want to wear these masks. And I'm like, if you pro-life, put the mask on, put the mask on. Hello? And all of a sudden now you, now all of a sudden you got rights. Now I, I, I honestly cannot wait for them to, if they get this, for this to go to the Supreme Court, mm -hmm. because I can't wait for somebody to bring up the case of the mask. Oh, y'all didn't have no problem with wearing, not wearing no mask. You didn't care about transmitting, giving people Rona here, Rona there, Rona, everybody getting Rona. You know what I'm saying? Listen. You talking about it's the science ain't real. <laughs> we still have to convince people to wear condoms with strangers. Girl, so with that being said, we knew this mask thing was going to be a problem. And I'm so happy that airlines are now saying if you are not masked, you cannot fly. If oh. you do not test... Um, for COVID prior to your flight, you're not flying anywhere, which I yes. hope that it slows down on people just doing these. Um, I want to go from New York to Miami for $20 round trip flights Ooh. for no reason, because that's what's happening right now. And what? I feel like if the government actually cared about people's health, that would have been nipped in the bud at the beginning. If yeah. you're not a doctor, if you're not in secret service, if you are not a part of this um, U.S. Army or Marines, you yeah. are not important. You do yeah. not fly. Because yeah. I'm not understanding why these people are flying around. 
And if you are wealthy enough to have your own private jet, do what you do, but not everybody is is that way. And I feel like that's why the numbers are growing because irresponsible people are catching mm-hmm. these cheap flights and these airlines yeah. are making these flights cheap enough for a lot of people to keep being on, on their plane. But then you're yeah. complaining about the way that people are acting on the planes. And I'm just like, it's a, it's a catch 22. You either do yeah. want them on here or you don't. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is like, I feel like, remember there was a time when people used to be shamed. Yes. Like you can shame people and then people be like, damn, you right. I'm gonna get my life together. It hurt. It yeah. hurt. It cut so deep. Right. But then you got your shit together. These now I always, no you can't, ain't no, sh- none whatsoever. What my grandma said, none. you're not have no cult. <laughs> Yes. You're too fresh. You're too fresh. Boxer and Armand. Right. 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 <laughs> like, yes, we had that. Yeah. We had that shame. We ain't got no shame in this country. There's nothing, nothing. Unless the shame people do have is how they look. You could you could shame somebody to, about how they look. And I'm like, that shit don't mean nothing. Listen, nothing. if I want to, if I want to screw five men within the same day and I want to complain about the fact that one of them didn't give me $40 <laughs> a bunch of people will shame me right but I can go on Twitter and I can ask yes. a million people's opinions they'd be like girl go and get your money girl yeah here wrong girl <laughs> and be like I know thank you thank you I feel no. I feel redeemed I'm just like girl no. just because a million people agree with your <laughs> ratchet ass yes doesn't mean you you are correct i cannot deal when people be like yeah girl don't listen to her she no no y'all stop no somebody y'all stop this hey just (laughs) because your ass want to do some shit and you want to do the shit and you want to do the shit and you want to do the shit don't mean y'all ought to get the gang 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 up to do the same shit together (laughs) yeah and people are don't have you hear this all the time right don't judge me <laughs> and at first I used to be like why would y'all my friend used to say this to me every single time girl don't judge me though but let me tell you this nigga right here he he just, he just picked me up girl and just put it on me girl I was like so like the like like after you said hello like right. the first like right. you just said hi and that's he was at you on the wall what or they hit you, you with that you know <laughs> we had such a good time that first day that we met I don't even know why he won't call me back because you gave him everything Everything. You gave him everything. Or they hit you everything. with the um <sighs> let me tell you what happened. And then they yeah. like, Am I wrong? And then you'd be like, Yes. But how yeah. am I wrong? Yeah. You knew you was wrong. That's why you asked me yes. that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know that you know that second voice come hit you, you'd be like, motherfucker, you know. Did you have you trying to have me repeat myself? right god damn it you know and that's i was telling kevin this just today i was like you know what people know people know they ask me lying yeah (laughs) leaving out a whole part of the story so you telling me you didn't know his wife was downstairs (laughs) so you right so you telling me it's normal for you to go in a car with a stranger take the drugs that he said is such and such (laughs) wake up somewhere where you don't know and be like i think i was violent yeah. girl you yeah, were you violated by the moment you took your own advice and said oh yeah he yes. said <laughs> you violated you yourself me. yes you didn't listen to that voice in fact that was like 
get your ass out of here. Get your ass up out of here. He was like, but wait, I can't get my ass up out of here because he just made me feel so good. I don't know. He said he loved me. Girl, get think, your ass up out of here. I think the bad behavior of adults today, especially in my age range of 30s and 20s, is because we are at a deficit on true grandmothers. Because Tell us about it. my grandmother did not allow any of us to play anything that was not church music and even if it was church music the only thing that was allowed to be jiggling in the house was a tambourine (laughs) and she would knock you the hell out and you weren't allowed to say certain things and when my grandfather was praying for the cows the farm the dirt the the land the house the spoon the fork at the dinner table and we starving you better not say nothing yeah. The last time I went to my aunt's house and my grandfather was um, praying over dinner, it must have been Christmas or Thanksgiving. Girl, people were talking, people were laughing. And I'm just like, damn, y'all so disrespectful. But that's what yeah. it is. Like, there's nobody giving people the um, standard of show some respect. And everybody's yeah. so ready to disrespect everybody for yeah. the sake of being on Instagram or being yeah. on um, whatever website to get whatever likes, you know, yeah. whenever a fight breaks out or two women are fighting in the store, um, pull out your phones, not let's go yeah. ahead and not let this happen. Like yeah. let's be decent people. And I'm just like, damn, I don't want to raise my two daughters to feel like if something happens like that and there's somebody that they know they're encouraging yeah. it yeah like and if you can't break it up walk away yeah it is it's too much encouraging of like fighting like I really feel like this I remember like my my uh, my stepsister she posts violent stuff all the time <laughs> and, and I get it because in her time she grew up and that's how she they fought she was fighting all the time that's yeah. all they did was like fight in the 90s like all the time so but for me it's like you know what for me I was like okay I'm kind of tired of seeing the violence like it's like violent porn I'm watching and it's just like I can't keep looking at this and it's just popping up and then you have people talking about it and then people are like oh did you get that on camera it's crazy Mm -hmm. I saw a dude record himself get somebody sent me this the dude record himself get shot and he's like yeah man I did it for my homies I did it for my homies yeah I'm a real one I'm a real one no you're about to die dude what you did it for and your homies are not going to visit you if you make it to the hospital at all and it's just this thing so it makes it like to go back to like just the question of people the this is the talking about this is like the question of okay why abortions to me I'm neither here or there I'm like I'm not against it I'm not for it I don't like it I call it murder mm-hmm. <laughs> do straight up mm-hmm. but I'm like damn but then look and then oh then it, but you know what you got the point <laughs> I'm yeah like this. it's circumstances you know? like let's say if you know my my child is 12 years old and somebody raped her and she's pregnant do I want her to have that baby no yeah do I want her to be pregnant and lose her well she already lost her child essence from the act yeah right that was stolen that's a whole lifetime of work that has to be done but for her to have a baby that she didn't necessarily want at the time that she has to raise and learn to love 
That's a whole nother thing. And even people Girl. who give their kids away for adoption, like the the lady we had on the last episode, she still mm. thinks about her every day. And it's so yes. it's, it's nice that she can stay in communication, but a lot of people yeah. don't want you to be in communication at all. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't think men understand the psyche of um, yeah. women trying to fathom let me go get rid of this baby as if it's like, oh, I need to go to the doctor tomorrow and get rid of this pimple on my face. It's not yeah, a pimple. Yeah, it's a it's whole not, possible yeah. human being. It could be yeah. the person to discover a cure for cancer, all cancer. Yes. It could yes. be our greatest leader that you're getting yeah. rid of. But depending yeah. on the predicament, I feel like maybe it might be the best thing to do. But for yeah. me personally, if I knew that I was in control of my body when I did what you do in order to create a life and he knew yeah. that he was in control of his body and could have said no at any time and could have stopped, could have not showed up, could have not pulled up. Right. But we right. chose to do what we did. Right. I cannot go against what the creator has for me. Yes. The creator said, you know what? skeet skeet got you a treat yeah boom i'm gonna do my best to 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 take care of this child to take care of myself and give birth to this baby and give this child a better life than i had and that is now my job for men they just feel like i have no ties to it i don't understand it they have this thing where you could go get rid of it just go do that thing it's not that easy yeah yeah, it's not. And you know what else too, also too, like just to, to that talking about that human point, that, that emotional intelligence to know, like think deeper enough to say like why I have to start thinking this through mm-hmm. so that I can make the best decision. Because on the other side of it too is if you do get an abortion, there's still the trauma after that. So you're yes. doing like, it's the trauma of the body. The body gets body gets traumatized. Yeah. Your mind is traumatized. So you have all these three things that are working that you have to, that as a burden to you now. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people think that, like for me, when I, we did ask this question. I mean, I did consider, I was like, okay, well, you know, can I, should, I had known people who had had abortions. Mm-hmm. And now that the question came, came to me, I was asking that question to myself, could I do it? Everything went through. I'm like, okay, well, what, what if I have the abortion now? And then I want to have a child later and I can't have one. I can't be in that situation. Okay. What if I have that. an abortion now and I'm deciding like, okay, well, what happens to my career? Well, maybe I can figure, figure it out. Like maybe I can make it work and, and get to my career somehow. There's other okay. ways around it. Let me, so I start looking into women's stories who I, who got success, who were successful, who had children, you know, early in their lives. And I was mm-hmm. like, they did it. So maybe I could do it. Mm-hmm. So I just started like going through the list of like, what's going to be my end. What's going to be, what is the consequence that I can deal with? Yes. Can I deal with the consequence of being a parent and going through the not knowing what to do, how to, there's no handbook, no nothing mm-hmm. and figuring it out. I can, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I, I got here this far. I yeah. got to be able to do it. A yeah. baby came out my body. Yeah. I was going to be coming out my body, you know? So I think people don't, and, and that could be a solution is that if people want to deal with abortion, maybe have somebody that's there that's going to talk them through this and ask them these questions, not to be forceful, but to be like, here's some questions for you to process through mentally before you make this biological change in your body. And if, if they do go through the abortion, there needs to be an agreement at the beginning yeah. 
before they get divorced and that you are supposed to do 12 months of X, Y, and Z therapy. Yes. If you don't, you would have to pay us X, Y, and Z or be on probation. Because what happens is some women may go through something traumatic like that, like abortion. And if they wanted it, if they didn't want it or how, how it happened, who knows? But when you have a bitter woman that you have to work with every day, is exhausting yeah. when you have yeah. a mother that's cussing her kids out like some oh. stranger on the street it's exhausting yeah. when you have a um uh a grandmother that despises the fact that you found somebody great in your life and you could have kids with and she's jealous of you for real for real mm. some of the times it comes from yeah. i didn't have nobody nobody was there for me I had this traumatic thing happen to me and I haven't dealt with it. So now I'm just being mean. I'm being angry and everything that I do and everybody Mm -hmm. that has something that I wish I had, I'm creating like this, this big bubble of hate. I don't like them because of this, but you really won't tell us what your real problem is. And we deal with people like that every day. Now, when I was in college, I used to say, oh, I know that professor right there. She ain't getting no type of dick because she's so, she's so <laughs> like irritating. Like I felt yeah. like every time she would come to class, her whole goal is to see how can I make these people miserable? And when, <laughs> and when a lot of times when people are like that, they go to your job, yeah. they come in the post yeah. office, they come in the yes. grocery store, they make the biggest deal out of yeah, something everything. that costs 10 cents. It's a Girl. bigger issue that they're yes. not dealing with. Yes, yes, yes. And that's what people don't, I saw tell people all the time at work. I'm like, you know, customers are just people going through life. When they're angry mm-hmm. and they go on popping off on you, it ain't you. You yeah. got to know it ain't, you just said hello. So don't take it personally, you know, but nobody talks to those people. There's no avenue for a lot of these people. The thing that bothers me the most is when people say things like, oh, they just want, oh, she just want attention. Yes, that's, you're right. Person everybody wants attention. wants attention but the type yeah. of attention is what matters it, that's true but when it, that's what i'm saying when it's to that point where it's that toxic where it's like i must disrupt everything mm-hmm. think about the kid in class that was a, the disruptive kid that kid was going through some shit at home right i used to there was this one little white girl i used to know i don't remember her name but this girl used to turn up like she was possessed and then right. <laughs> girl was in kindergarten i think it was in kindergarten and I can't remember her name, but she used to just do this thing where she would just like, ah, ah, like have this panic attack or I don't know what she was having. And this one big head, this big tall girl walked up to her and gave her the slap of her life. Some okay? people need that slap. <laughs> she shut up. Okay. She sat down, she shut up. And the teacher was like, oh, <laughs> oh, and we was all like, uh, she be quiet though. So and I need that girl for like another five years after that. I don't know where That's she went. That's why it'd be essential. It'd be essential. So you got people, like you said, you have people who are making decisions, like you people not recognizing that, yes, you could end up having a child that is like that, mm-hmm. that you can't deal with. And people, you know, that's sort of the, the, the bridge we got to cross when we get there. We can't mm-hmm. like look for these perfect lives and think that, you know, we can plan, plan, plan it. But I do think that we we have to have a better foundation for people to be able to know, to at least have more information so they can make the best decision. Yeah. And not, and not like, okay, shame them for the decisions they made. Exactly. Exactly. 
Weirdo. Because it's tough. It's tough. And that's just an American thing, though. Like, Americans, we don't give a fuck, okay? <laughs> we do not care about people. I mean, we do, but we don't. Yeah. And that's a hard life to live when you're in a country like that where, you know, people don't really care about you and there's all this money in the government but they want to be able to put it this place, but not the places that they complain about where they're saying the most crime is and all this poverty and all this other stuff, you know? So for me- Looky, looky, look at Atlanta right now. That place is hot. They are breaking into people's cars. They're stealing people's cars. They're stealing people's things. Um, Oh my gosh. But I just feel like when it comes to abortion, it's looked at one-sided and- we've come too far to keep pushing it in a one-sided manner. So my thing is like, um, where's the groups on big sound alarms or where's the commercial for the little snippets of women who have done an abortion and how they feel? Because I feel like once men and women start seeing the after effects of possibly doing an abortion, they'll comp- they'll have more compassion for it. And women can yeah. really think through, do I possibly want that for me if I do this? Because yeah. we could pick it outside of abortion clinics all day. Yeah, I don't think that's helping. I don't think shaming somebody because it's the Christian way to not do this or you catholic or whatever with Mm -hmm. picket fences outside of the clinic i feel like that's invasive how dare you show up somewhere where i want to you know do something for my body and shame me for it i think that's dumb um we don't see nobody picket picketing at weight watchers right 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 you know right um what if people were so against you losing weight how dare you want to be skinny (laughs) right how dare you want to be healthy um and who's to say if someone is bigger they're not healthy we are all made different but when it comes to um abortion I feel like there needs to be um widespread groups of therapy for women who have um experienced an abortion women processing um through therapy after experiencing abortion, just like there is that group for rape, just like Mm. there is that group for um, Mm. uh, child molestation or child predators. Um, We just, I feel like people go so hard in an ignorant way for the wrong thing. Yeah, but you know why I think that people do that? I think the the argument against it is always like a, it's always a political thing, right? It's always like, you know, it's not really taken seriously the way that it should be. Because if it was, I think we've actually would have done a much better job of where it is right now. Mm-hmm. So the, when I see the ads that they have for just like that, they've, they're, I think there's been a couple of times where Republicans have tried to do these ads where they, um, no, there was, it was an ad. They, were, they would actually bring, they were bringing um, people on, like let's say CNN to do an interview about abortion. So this one lady was talking about how her mom was raped and her mom decided that she wanted to, she, she could not give up her child because she just felt strongly that how could she have, you know, um, how, you know, how could she have um, a child? Um, I mean, how could she give up a child that mm-hmm. didn't do anything that to get here? Like it just yeah. was here. It, she impregnated, whatever, whatever. Right. So 
at the time, the narrative on on for the for the Republicans was, you know, the regrets. They were talking mm. about the regrets and things like that. And then for the liberals, they'd be like, you're trying to just take away our rights. So it's like, it's such a slippery slope because the, the Republicans, they're using the emotional part of it, which is important, right? Mm-hmm. But not, but the, the underneath it is really a, a bunch of nefarious shit. So yeah. even when the conversation needs to be serious, because when you start asking questions like, okay, so we're going to keep, what, what, what if we don't, what if we ban abortions? What are we going to do for the women? Are all these women that are going to have these children? What plans do we have in place? Right. How do we support them? Anything, education? Do we give them uh, waive their student debt? Uh, do what? All these things we ask these questions. They're like, no, we're not. We, that that that's not that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about yeah. life here. You're basically like, criminalizing life, sex, <laughs> and the fact that you wanted to bring about. Well, you're bringing about a life, no matter what right. your choice is or why your choice is your choice. You're right. you're 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 punishing people for having sex. When in reality, a lot of politicians have sex outside of their marriages that look pretty for TV and they are quick to have an abortion. And if that lady does not want to have an abortion, you could find her body somewhere or you probably won't find her body. And I hate that we're acting like these things don't happen. Right, right. And because it's every, it's such as everybody's protecting some kind of agenda. Yeah. And it's like that Marjorie Taylor lady or whatever. I, I was thinking about this today. I was like, you know what? For all the shit that she says she really care about, these killing yeah. on people, y'all yeah. really care about these kids? Where is the law that she's putting in place to do something about trafficking in, in Georgia? No, I ain't heard her talk about none of that shit. She no ain't said a word about a law to do anything about trafficking not in Georgia. Not even a policy. Uh, not nothing. Because nothing. we know you, I, people with common sense, know yeah. that any type of sex trafficking, child trafficking, drug trafficking cannot go on this far, this long, unless the government is getting a cut. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way yeah. that you can be like, oh, I don't know where all these kids came from, <laughs> or I don't know right. where all these ki- why the kids missing, right. or I don't know, yes. you know, why this is not publicized, or I, and you know, it's just crazy, these numbers. There are yeah. systems put in place this even down to this uh policy of you cannot um report a person missing until 48 hours why is that in place because they because they don't want to spend the money and they're lazy that's the only thing that makes any sense but let know. it but let it be an officer or a judge's child everybody oh, on top of that them. asap oh, all, oh yeah 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 and that's yeah. and to me it's kind of like if you're going to say you care about the people, don't bullshit me. If you're going yeah. to say you care about our citizens' children, don't bullshit me. But you are bullshitting me when you allow some counties to have their kids mm-hmm. go back to a public school physically, mm-hmm. and you allow mm-hmm. other counties to do virtual um, for their yeah. safety. So you're yeah. saying that this school over here and this district over here and these parents over here all voted at city hall to gamble on their child's lives to have them in the classroom because they don't want to be at home not they can't be at home because if i can and i don't i don't live in a district where my child has to physically be in a classroom i know they can right some people 
don't want to take on that responsibility of parenting and teaching their children at home. They want somebody right. else to do it because they feel like they made enough money. They pay enough taxes right. for somebody else to have to do that shit. And yeah. to me, I feel like all these jobs that are being able to be done at home, the job that I will be starting next week that can be done at home, that was done right. in a big building that you're using all this electricity, all this, uh, all these resources, people spending $15 every day to, to have lunch so they could be at work instead of being oh in their gosh. homes. Imagine how much money and resources are being saved right now with people being in their homes. Right, and to right. me, if I can guarantee in a better way at a higher percentage, my child not having a stomach virus that she would get from school, not having a cold mm -hmm. that she would get from school mm -hmm. because we all know mm -hmm. kids are nasty. What is mm -hmm. the problem? What was the problem before on this cracking down on driving so much and so much traffic and yes. cars being on the road where we could have done yeah. these jobs at home, but all of a yeah. sudden this pandemic comes and now we can do it. Right. Yeah. My child yeah. is healthier at home. They haven't had a cold in yes. over a year. Yes. Nobody has I'm had a stomach you. virus. Let me tell you, let me tell you something that is so true because in 2018, was it 2018, 19, 19 yes, 2018, uh, after the Parkland shooting, shooting, mm -hmm. we put all of our kids in homeschool from the eight, 2018 to 2019 school year. Now I'm not going to lie, girl, mm -hmm, I was so stressed. Oh so stressed out. I was so damn stressed out, girl. Let me tell you, they was yeah. failing every goddamn. I'm like, why am I getting it? Who is it? Wait. Yeah. <laughs> because the the baby, he was got, he had his life together because he was yeah. just like, okay, because Kevin was with him. I would check on him, whatever. We, we could we could watch him. The other three yeah. were like, y'all old enough. Come on, just get the computer. Y'all at the computer. This is they your feel life. like they on this vacay. Your, they in there with right. their, uh, their head like, Ugh. you know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, this is home. your generation. This technology is yours. Y'all supposed to be able to get in here and do this like it's yeah. nobody's business, right? Because yeah. when we was in school, they started introducing us doing our work on, on computers. Mm -hmm. So these kids have been on computers and tablets since they were little, ba you know, little kids whatever mm -hmm. girl that shit every semester we would during the the during the november break mm -hmm. we ended up having to catch up but the, but in all of that though we actually that was a year we we went we went vegan that year too that was wow. a year we went vegan which that y'all was just in there angry trying to learn girl, shit <laughs> girl let me tell you we were like it was actually let me say this we all had a lot of a lot more energy yeah. Like, um, but everybody was going to the bathroom. That purge is so serious when you transition from everything. So they was like, it, it came in like, but that whole year they didn't have any colds. They didn't have any stomach virus. Like you said, mm -hmm. they didn't have any air infections, nothing. They were so like, they were just, oh, not just not that they did vegan stuff. Cause they did purge bad. I was like, I kept taking to the doctor. Like, is what's going on here? They're like, just, mm -hmm. they're just purging whatever's going on, you know? Mm -hmm. But honestly, they were healthy that whole year. And we mm. got closer as a family. We spent more time as a family. You know, it was just healthier, just mentally too mm. for them. You know, so that's another thing. The fact that you, I, I like that you brought up the, the pandemic as being, you know, a situation that has comes with so many challenges because if this is the new normal, which they're yeah. saying that this yeah. is going to be kind of the new normal because the, the virus is going to be around for a long time. It keeps mutating and shit. They got the vaccine. Now they're going to do another vaccine. Girl, Mr. Fucci said Mr. Do I don't even want to call him a doctor because he's getting my goddamn nerves. Mr. <laughs> Fucci said yeah. that 
by spring, summer, we will be vaccinating your kids. That's what they expect. They do expect for it to get, they say they're trying to make sure that by fall, we don't have the same kind of fall or worse than the one we had this year. But I'm thinking like, even with the pandemic and this changing everything, then that's even a, another, that, that adds to another opportunity for people to have the conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, what, what do we, how do we deal with a mother who gets the, the virus and then lose, you know, is, dies and the child survives? Like there's so many conversations that just have to be had yeah. that they ain't taken seriously. They, they're just yeah. like, you know. If you could freely shit, give people EBT and boost and uh, public assistance, are you yeah. giving people um, life insurance? Because I feel like that's something that should go hand in hand. If if that people should. cannot uh, protect yes. the fact that their children would have, especially if they if they have children, if they lose a life, yeah, are you yeah. giving me life insurance, whole life insurance, yeah. not no term life yeah. shit, some whole life insurance? And you're yeah. not because people don't employers don't value your life. And the, the yeah. school system and this government has a lot of parents deciding, do I want to be a good employee or do I want to be a good mm. parent? And I don't feel mm. like that should be the gamble. I don't want to mm-hmm. gamble on my child's health for the sake of me being able to get a paycheck. Yeah. And that yeah, for the teachers, people don't realize teachers have children. You know, in this call, I think if they were going to do anything, what they should have done is focus on the special needs of parents. And mm. if they needed to bring them in for school or something like that, if they felt like they needed to have a way for them, because they are saying that there's the kids are struggling right now. And but that's because y'all ain't had y'all. It's 2021. Shouldn't we just be far advanced anyway? Like, shouldn't this be the norm? Shouldn't our kids have been prepared since they've been using this technology? Like, it's kids the, that have never been in front teaching? of a laptop until this Girl. this virtual which is wrong it's it's um this is the epitome of damn we should have changed the curriculum a long time ago <laughs> because i feel like kids like do not have to sit in front of a computer for eight hours of the day to get the lesson at the most they should be there for a max of four hours yes. and knock out what they're doing because yes. my my uh, seven-year-old's homework is math homework, name, date, uh, day assignment, math, three plus four equals such and such, four plus three equals such and such. I'm done. Ma'am, when I was your wow. age, I had a whole wow. sheet of 30 problems. They're not learning right. anything. They're not right. getting anything of substance. Her writing yeah. work, is two questions that she answers in a very sloppy way and wastes yeah. a whole sheet of paper. I'm yes. done. Where's my yes. iPad? They're not yes. learning anything. So on top of yes. what she gets for her schoolwork, I have to turn around and give her more work. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. And you know what? I, honestly, I think that needs to happen though. I really do believe this. I believe that we need to, I think, I think corporations should make a decision to slow down their productivity. I know we need to crank out as much as possible, Mm -hmm. but when you think about mental health in this country, which is out of control, it is, there are so many undiagnosed people out here. I just read an article where 
a guy pulled out his gun and had it on somebody that refused to put on their mask in a Dollar General. <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? You see what I'm talking about? Would you get you what you what need to get about? for a dollar and be gone, sir? Girl, but first of all, why are you that close? What happened to your six feet? You were supposed to be six feet away with the mask on. How you feel? You crazy. I just... You hear what I'm saying? Crazy. You hear what I'm saying? Like, people need to... It's unfortunate our government and our history has had a very negative um, relationship with, with mental health in this country. It has been a horror story. Yeah. But now that we've learned... Now that we know about that, let's learn from it and let's make a better healthcare system for people's mental health. Because if your brain ain't together... I don't think we'll we ever five, get six, we'll ever get at least ninety percent of where we need to be on mental health in this country until the fifty year olds, the sixty year olds that are making millions for salaries Billions? get removed out of government is- because that same mindset that they grew up on is the same mindset that they have about mental health. And back in the yeah. day, they didn't believe people. Right had a real issue if you can fully function and drive and get yourself to work and cook for yourself ain't nothing wrong with you they only believe that people um were supposed to be in mental mental institutes if you just could not function like the rest of us and that is not true people are functioning addicts people are functioning um narcissists that should not be teaching should not have a badge shouldn't be um giving people sentences in courtrooms um people are out here living on their ego people are out here not sleeping but driving children to school because their parents don't want to have them at home when you have parents picketing outside let our kids go back to school let Mm -mm. our kids go back to Mm -mm. school what do you do for work ma'am well i'm gonna stay at home mom ma'am go home go Go home home. and take the kids with you take them just pack them up in the car stop doing this you know what it is this this is what it i know i always come back to this we're always gonna just go circle all right and back welcome back (laughs) it's always going to be a matter of white supremacy and i'll tell you why and i'll say this because somebody asked me like does it have to be about this all the time you ruth and i'm like you know what i don't know i don't know that it is until it gets there and i'm like oh i see it now because the argument about abortion has been it before people started learning about margaret sanger right Mm -hmm. it was that um it, we we started to understand that the uh, the argument was really for the uh, this the um, survival of the white race, right? They don't really care about how many abortions black men women are having. Yeah. They don't really care because now we learned that Margaret Sanger was basically trying to make sure she can depopulate the black population. Yeah. So we have that history to know that. And to this day, that's still the argument. It's still for making sure this is survival of the white race. And we don't give any two shits about what happens to black people and the abortion. But now that black people are starting to learn that history, I think where it's being warped is that black people are looking at it only in the scope of the horror that, that was being done to, to us versus looking at it at, for what it is now, mm-hmm. which is 
we don't have to make that political argument. We need to make the character argument, right? The moral argument, which, which is what you were talking about. Like just being able to think, just the fact that people don't even think about their purpose of what, what is my child gonna do? Okay, what is my plan for this child? Okay, what's gonna happen when I die? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what, how is this child gonna carry on the, the gene, like our lineage? Mm-hmm. None of those questions are even asked because our society is, is not designed for that. It's designed yeah. for, I'm going to put you as a black person, you as a white person, you as a brown person, you as a yellow person, or whatever colors you are in your perspective places, then you have to then all have this same religion or at least be confined to these particular religions we'll accept. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, we don't even recognize y'all. Then when you're, your kids are going to be divided into these school systems. And then we want to make sure we can control population here, 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 and here. And people have to start looking at it at, for what it is, which is, yeah, there is a population control with abortions, but there's also, if you take the white supremacy stuff out of there and you just apply the human part of it, which is, I still have to raise another person to yeah. hopefully be a good person in this world mm-hmm. and hopefully does not be a like destroyer, <laughs> a murderer that's going or serial killer. I'm hoping I can raise somebody well. Nobody's having like these deeper questions, these deeper deeper conversations because America don't do that. We don't do yeah. that here. We just yeah. look for money. We make sure that every we keep up with the Joneses, and that's what's important to us. And so when yeah, I hear these people talking about pro life this, pro life that, but they want to wear masks. I'm like, this is all just cosmetic shit. Y'all ain't this is y'all ain't y'all nobody's serious. Nobody's mm-hmm. serious. Cause then I have conversations like this. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, um, if, if it was <clears throat> women need resources everywhere, we would see a Planned Parenthood in Buckhead. We would see a Planned mm. Parenthood in Alpharetta. Um, mm. we would see, you know, these are hard times. People need another way other than going to banks to cash their check. We would see check yeah. cash in places, um, next to yes. Lennox Small. Yeah. Next is getting very ghetto, by the way. Um, Whoa, we would see, um, you know, people are stressed. They need more alcohol. We would see package stores in Alpharetta yeah. and not um, cute wine shops. Yeah. And it's kind of like, there's a reason why you do it. Because if you was really about everybody having the resources and having healthy things to eat. Yeah. Primarily Black areas. Um, that are poor and wouldn't have Piccadillys that you could smell from the parking lot. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't understand why that store is so Mm-mm. open. I don't understand Mm-mm. why Mm-mm. they're allowed to sell what they get to sell out of that store. But the thing is, America, instead of them fix the issue and create healthier lives for everyone, yeah. they want to make money off of the fact that you can't. They want to make a profit off of the fact that you are poor. How can we make a profit off of the fact that they're poor? Let's put all the expired food into their bodegas because they're open longer. They're going to be hungry. The grocery stores are going to be skim. They're not going to have everything that they get to see on TV. And they're going to have to Mm. shop here if they want to eat something. Mm. They do that that on purpose. They do it on purpose. And then... Listen, yesterday, yesterday, I was in my living room minding my business. I told my seven-year-old to go take a shower. She took a shower. She came out here. She was on the iPad. She was chilling. I was recording. I was knocking out episodes. And then Mm -hmm. 
this must this must fill my <laughs> living room this must fill my second living room this must <laughs> met me in the kitchen and i said oh no i said anya did you put on deodorant yeah i did i said okay anya come here so i could smell your underarms oh i think i forgot let me go put some on <laughs> why is my seven-year-old's underarms humming yeah i didn't get deodorant until i was 12 13 14 and that's mm. when i needed it but our mm. food is changing our children yes. have way more access than they need to when i was yeah. when i was seven i wasn't worried about a gadget um yeah i wasn't worried about the internet i didn't have access to the internet i wasn't yeah. worried about having an iphone um i didn't yeah. get a cell phone until i was 16 kids have cell phones at six Good. so yeah that tells me we can't teach these kids the same we can't yeah. um, hide information from them the same. And they have access to so much that you can't say, oh, they need to stay in a child's place because childlike mm. things are no longer their lifestyle. Mm. And um, I wish I could keep my kids little girls for the longest, but I really can't. Um, yeah. Anya's already at an age where she's like, don't take no pictures of me. I'm ugly. I don't want to be in no pictures. Oh, and so I'm just like, well, how do I fight this to make her comfortable within her skin? Um, at seven, I felt like that was yeah. something I was going to have to deal with when she was in middle school. So it's yeah. just different now. Um, and yeah. I think we have to attack it different. We have to be yeah. open about it. I explained to Anya what abortion was two weeks ago, just because she asked me, you know, how many people there are in the world and then the conversation kept going and going and going. And I think we have to, in order to stop the shame that is abortion today, we have to stop mm. making the discussion that children wanna have, young girls wanna have, boys wanna have, but they don't wanna have it with their mom or they don't wanna have it with their dad, mm. feel shameful. Mm. So when yeah. she asks me adult-like questions like that, I give her a very non-visual answer um mm -hmm. where she can have the honest answer but she doesn't it doesn't have to be really graphic and i think right. a lot of the times when i was little being the only girl and the youngest and having all these brothers that were older that were doing whatever yeah. they wanted my mom felt like she didn't have to have the sex talk with me because she, like i possibly overheard it enough from all my other mm. brothers mm. She knows, like she. I guess she felt like she knows, or she heard, or she's smart. I don't have yeah. to have that with her. My mom never talked to me about um, birth control. I've never taken Ooh. birth control. I'm 33. I've never had an abortion. I have taken a Plan B though, because mm -hmm. I was still in college. It was an accident. We were using protection. It broke, mm -hmm. and I just couldn't visualize myself being pregnant by someone that I've never had an argument with yet mm. and I was like listen my gown for this school is already purple I don't need to go in there and look like Barney so this is not going to be a thing <laughs> so um when it comes to having the discussions of what's out there what you can take what it will actually do to your body because mm. a lot of times what men be like, oh, just take this so we don't have to worry about a baby or just take that or just do this so we don't have to worry about a baby. They don't care 
anything about what it does to a woman's body. Yeah. They don't care what mood swings you go to, the weight you gain, the, yeah. the headaches you get, the ways you get heavy periods and you feel uncomfortable. You want to be happy, yes. but your body is telling you no. Yeah. No, I feel like shit. Yeah. So we're all going to feel like shit today. And you expect me to come into work and, and meet these, these crazy metrics or be at home and have multiple kids and you know it's a pandemic and you want me to meet yeah. these crazy metrics and turn yeah. uh, double the work in that I would do in an office. Right. While you're at home with your family chilling as right. like an executive or, or a district manager or whoever you are is, is yeah. unreasonable is, is, yeah. is lack of compassion. And I'm just like, yeah, in order to not stress yourself, you have to get to a point where you know where, where your boundary is with people, their opinions and their shit and tell yeah. them, Hey, this is my life over here. This is what yeah. I can do for you. If you want anything else, you don't want me. And, but yeah. also with the, you don't want me is the gamble of the fact that be like, okay, I don't want you. And you have to mm. live in that. You have to live in the fact that yeah. you took a stance for yourself and somebody is yeah. taking a stance for their business and you have to yeah. figure out, can you work in places where you feel respected or do you want to mm. work in a place where you feel disrespected, but you get a check. And that's what right. it was for me. And, um, a few years ago, when I left my yeah. job, they basically wanted me to pick, um, do I want to be a, a good mother to my kids and, and be there? Mm. Or do I want to come to work and be on time? Mm. And I was like, I can't be here because y'all not bending for the schedule and the time that I need in order to mother the way that I needed to do mm. where you could do yeah. because now you doing it. Now you call right. me out the blue and you want me back. And now I'm going to right. be working for this company for the next six months from my house comfortably. You sent me all the yeah. equipment. You right. got my neighbors wondering if I'm selling drugs or pussy, having all these packages <laughs> no. coming to my house. And I'm yeah. just like, y'all could have did this a long time ago, but you just didn't yeah. want to. And that's yeah. the reality of these corporations. I'm not excited about y'all saying, oh, you're going to be able to get your pension. You're going to have your retirement. When you're this age, you'll be able to touch the money that you worked so hard for all these years. I'm not excited about that because I don't have a 30-year a story that I'm trying to have for this job. Right. Because right, this right, job right, is right. not my goal. Destination. Not, yeah. Yeah. Th this is your thing. This is your generational yes. money right. for your company because right. I'm not on I'm not on no big million dollar salary like you. Right. And that's exactly. where we have to understand take back your time. And yeah. stop having, stop allowing outside people to have opinions on your body. And if you do yeah. have a kid or if you do take birth control or you don't figure out and do your own research. And we have to stop being yeah. lazy when we have all these resources at our fingertips. Yeah. 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 And, and, and being, being okay with knowing that whatever the decision is that you have to live, we're going to have to live with it. It's, yeah. it's there is going to be a time where if you make that choice because of whatever the conditions are of your circumstance, you're like, well, I don't really, oof, because you know what I did, I plan on going getting that dress. I mean, some of this stuff is like again very cosmetic. It's very yeah. like very van related in vanity, and I and I can't say that someone is wrong for that because 
that that's that person's character right there. And then maybe they haven't gone through the lessons they need to go through in order for them to realize that it was time for them to grow up and mm-hmm. then make the better decision where they actually say, okay, I'm going to be a responsible adult. And if I, if this situation goes down, I'm going to move on and have this baby or not, yeah. but at least, at least, at least people have the freedom to be that way. But mm-hmm. on the other side of it, like there just has to be a balance to all of it. And, and that's why I think that it's so ugly when it comes down to this conversation about the, about abortion, when it comes down to passing laws and policies about abortion, why it's d- diminished to, to such a level that doesn't really help anybody, right? Yeah. When it gets to the, the politics, just the, the emotional part of it, which is important uh, when I hear the emotional part of it, or there was like the thing that was, <laughs> there was a thing, there was a, a video, some crazy shit that was being circulated a couple years ago, maybe like mm-hmm. three, four years ago with the bait them showing like what happens with the, the embryo and yeah it was so, so much and uh, I know for me like I don't I don't have a problem with calling it what I think it is and to me I call it I, I do believe it is murdering a, a fetus for E-Ruth at this but you me. don't speak for everybody and that's what exactly people understand we're yes. not throwing dirt on your decision so yes for me before I knew what went into pregnancy. I was like, I'm going to have me 13 boys. I'm going to have me a whole football field of boys. We're going to be chilling. It's going to be all this rough stuff. Mm -hmm. The Lord came through with a girl. Mm. Yeah. And every month of those nine months was hell because I had a different symptom that was uncomfortable. Then... Mm. The Did, Lord you have saw, huh? Did you have hypermesis gravidum? No. The vomiting, the okay. No, that, I had the I had the want to to vomit, but nothing would come. Oh, so girl, imagine eating all everything. the things that you wanted to mm-hmm. eat and you felt like you wanted to vomit or you couldn't, it didn't taste right. It had an aftertaste. And I had oh um, my gosh. I had acid reflex my first trimester the whole time. Oh my and, gosh. And and then you know, I have this person that's like my person since I was 18, you know, up until my 30s. And the Lord was like, all right, y'all been loose fucking out here. Y'all been fucking wherever y'all want. Y'all been fucking out of state, yeah. in state, where, you know, all of this stuff. Yeah. Y'all not finding an ending to this. Y'all thinking this is just some lifetime thing. Welcome to lifetime. Yeah. Saying, Let yeah. me park both of y'all since y'all can't park yourselves. And yeah. he was like, all right, you pregnant. And I was yeah. like, all right, I'm pregnant. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is my boy. Maybe I can put a stop to this. <laughs> the nurse called me and was like, all right, this girl. I cussed her out at work. I was in a meeting, everybody heard. And I was just like, don't talk to me. Yeah. Then I knew I'm done having kids. I'm not having no more because the Lord tried to play me and I'd be damned if I have a third girl. So I know for <laughs> me now, I'm not having yeah. kids. Like if I could yeah. put my whole womb on eBay, I yeah. would do that right now. Like I'm good, yeah. but yeah. I can honestly say if I did not have Anya when I had Anya, I would never have kids because Mm. Anya was such a easy child that 
an easy baby that it made me mm. feel like, oh, this is not, this is not, this is not too bad. bad. Yeah, I had yeah. Ari. Ari was like a terrorist. I was like, oh, Sama Bin Laden <laughs> just came out of me, and she in my house, and I gotta feed her. I gotta <laughs> change my her diapers. I'm just like, I'm about to put her on the uh, carport, come pick her up. <laughs> yeah, but it's you don't, you can't plan any of this. You can yeah. have an idea in your mind, but you can't plan any of this. I'm not yeah. saying I don't like being a mother. I like being a mother, but yeah, being a mother is not me entirely. And that is right. why I put the post up because people have this illusion of, oh, I used to go to school with her. You know, um, she was very into like design, art, fashion design. Um, she she was going to do this and this, but she's doing this now and she's a mom now. Mm. No, ma'am. No, sir. I am all of these yeah. things. You can still send yeah. me artwork. I love to look yeah. at it. You can still send me foot footwear i love to look at it. architecture i love to look at it um yeah. i am all of these things still right but priority wise i knew what i wanted to do as a career what i will do as a career is very selfish and yeah i've seen my mom take care of um a lot of wealthy people's children that had great careers that mm. felt like if i could pay for a nanny i'm gonna pay for a nanny mm. and i'm gonna have my career mm. too but I also yeah. saw my mom be at home with their children and see their child's first walk. I also mm. saw my mom uh, be loved on as the mother. And I mm. said to myself, I'd be damned if I pick a mm. career and have my child have the bond of somebody else being their mom mm. or somebody else being their dad. So I just knew yeah. like if I had kids before the career that I, I, I aim for, I could put that yeah. on pause. That could yeah. be put on pause. And I feel like this, this race of getting it all done and being this accomplished and having this to say by this age, which I did have in my 20s, it's right. an illusion. It's an illusion because a lot of people spent all their time going to the quote unquote best schools and getting the right internships and working for the best jobs. And now they're like in their late thirties or their forties and they can't have the family that they wanted to have because yeah, of whatever reason. And my thing is yeah. like, you're going to get to a point where you have to make a decision. Do I want this career, these things, or do I actually want something of substance that can give back to me longevity wise? And I chose yeah. to create a family and raise my family in my way. And then yeah. once once they are able to stand and walk on their own, we can do we can all do something else. Yes, exactly. And I think people don't think about that. And you know, for me, the reason why I wanted to touch on like the fact that like how I was seeing uh, abortion for myself, right? Just mm -hmm. going like think about the fact that for me, I'm like, okay, if I do this, this is going to be like a murder for me. It's going to be a loss, something I can't regain. The guilt of it, right? Like from in my 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 process of things are always like what is the consequence going to be for me what am I going to be thinking about what kind of burden am I going to be able to carry you know and so for and that's why I say for me not rather than everybody else because I don't want to I don't want to put it out there for anybody else who is who disagrees that they're, they're at, that their position is wrong because I mm -hmm. feel like it's just the way that you look at it mm -hmm. but I feel like for people who are like that people who think like oh my gosh, if I do this and they think of it like as a literal thing to them, I'm, I guess I could say I'm more so literal, uh, it can be literal. Mm -hmm. They think of, it, think of it as a literal thing for them to say, 
doing this act is going to mean that I am actually causing this life that's going what could be forming into a, be, a, a human being. I'm stopping this. I'm going. I'm getting that deep in my thought about it. Mm-hmm. And when I when I get that deep in my thought about it, I say that to say that if people who feel that way when they're thinking about making this decision and it's so strong, it hits them so strongly that they're like, I keep, I just keep going back to this feeling like this is going to make me feel so bad. I'm going to have so much guilt. That is something that is helping you to actually make the decision to say, you know what? Yes. You know what? I have the outcome of where I'm going. If I keep this child, it's not going to be nearly as bad as the outcome of the guilt that I'm going to feel girl mental health that I'm going to have to deal with if I make this decision. So people have to be okay with like, if you feel like that, don't let anybody else come in your, in your mind and tell you something else. you got to listen to you first. What's the statute of limitations? <laughs> because <Girl>. I said, <laughs> I said to myself, if you go ahead and you go against your green and you go, yeah. you know, get rid of this kid, you're yeah. going to hate him for the rest of your yeah. life. Your, yes. your friendship or whatever was there, it will be no more. And you probably put a hit out on this man by yes. making you have to make decision alone. Yes. And so I was like, it's a no for me, bro. Yes. <laughs> so I feel like I saved three lives in my decision in order to give you a beautiful baby girl that's going to love yes. you to death because she does love you to death, okay? Yes. Um, and I felt like that needed to happen in order for us to get the reality of what our relationship is. And our relationship is, there is nothing else that you can do for me, but be a great dad to our kid. Yeah. I said, Lord, look at you coming in here and cleaning up shop. Okay. Okay. And that is, it's got to be okay. We have got to be okay with us having the conversation like this openly and allowing people to even like even when hearing those stories I was like ah oh, I, I feel you because like we said we know people in our lives who have had plenty of them yeah. and you hear the guilt you hear the regret you hear all those different things but you never hear anybody talk about it or put it in a place where other women can hear it and it's not a judgment thing because I mm-hmm. feel the same way like listen if you have to make that decision I'm going to support you too you know yeah. I'm going to be I'm going to I'm going to tell you like girl no, you didn't think about this what about this? Mm-hmm. You thought about that? Mm-hmm. You think about you know? What well, did you think about this too? And then I'm like, okay, right. well, if he made it, he thought about it. Because my he, friends was like, when I when I told them I was pregnant with Anya, they were looking at me like, you, <laughs> you, like, you're like, <laughs> yeah. you're so goofy, you're so kitty. You have all these plans. You work tree jobs. You're in New yeah. York. You're doing your thing. So you gonna stop all of this for yeah. having a kid with somebody you you don't even want to be in a relationship with. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I knew what I was doing. This is yeah. what's, you know, happening. And this is what I'm doing. So I think a lot of times with me being bold enough to try a lot of things um, with yeah. my personality, even to my best friends, they're scared about how well I adjust to my decisions. A lot mm. of people will push their fear on you. especially when something comes up like life-changing like having a child be like oh it's going to be hard for you you're not going to be able to do this you're not going to be able to that you'll never this you'll never that and that's all a lie all of that depends on your confidence and your willpower to be your greatest self so um what i'm saying to sum this all up for me is be within your choice take your time make your choice 
but make yeah. sure you also take the pros and cons of the choices that you make in everything. And it's not just yes. abortion, it's everything. Because yes. children do not ask to be here, like Iru said. They don't yes. ask to be here. But once they're here, your duty and your priority is to make sure that their lives are better than yours and they're yeah. put in place to be their greatest selves while you yes. balance all your adult stuff because your adult stuff is why they got here. Yep. 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 Right there. Right oh. there. Yes. Do you have anything else to say before we get up out of here? You know what? I enjoy this conversation because I, and I hope other people will too. I hope that they'll think about themselves in it. I yeah. hope they'll think about their sisters or their mothers or whoever it is that they've had heard these stories or, you know, and, and really just keep thinking as broadly as possible. It doesn't have to be a horrendous, just very uncomfortable conversation because it's a, re it's a reality, right. you know? And so we, I hope nobody takes this as any judgments at all. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's easy to get there. Cause I remember when we first started talking, I was like, okay, how judgmental are we going to sound? Like how do we sound judgmental or not? But I realized that the fact that women, this was the, this was the most interesting thing that, that those who were listening came up, came forward and said, yes, like this has happened mm -hmm. to me. This is how I feel. This is, that was such a beautiful thing that, that conversation was able to be had and be opened up and that women were telling the truth all yeah. of us were telling the truth you know yeah. in our, our different perspectives so I say just like it's a amazing time to be a black lady that's all I got to say that's a fact chance yeah. before I get out of here let me say this for people who see who say oh you should have waited you, you should have found a great man you should have got married and you should have had a family married women get abortions too yes. <laughs> what yes. are we talking about right now yes. what are we talking about yeah. right now because i know a lot of people who i've worked with went to school with that are in marriages with multiple kids and all the husband do does is work wear the ring come home and lay in the side of the bed they are in a yeah. marriage and they are a single mother within the marriage and i yes. use yeah I refuse yeah okay that's a conversation that's another conversation to, to have to be had that women people don't realize that you can feel alone in a marriage been there and it does happen it's true and you know it, it's real people think that marriage that solves episode. everything it don't yeah say that again we are gonna do that episode yeah yeah because definitely I've seen it in so many levels I'm just like it's a no for me bro it's a no for yeah. me <laughs> yeah it's a communication thing. People don't realize how important you hear people say that it sounds so cliche, but it's real. You know, yeah. people don't be telling the truth. People don't want to to bear themselves for who they are. And they're afraid to hear what that other, what the response might be. Okay. But then we, we all out here tell keeping it a hundred though. Nobody ain't really keeping it a hundred. Listen, and, and, and women who can give birth to children, but can't be mothers. And that's another thing because there's a lot of fathers yeah. out here being a mother and a father and I love it yeah but I also feel sorry about the burden of it yeah but um yeah. this was good E-Ruth tell these people I where know. to find you well you can find me on app stereo or stereo stereo, stereo app, app. Um, yes stereo app Thursdays Fridays and Saturdays mostly but 
Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. And we don't, we don't really have a time, but look out if you could follow me on stereo or you can follow me on IG, the looking glass, the underscore looking, the underscore looking underscore glass 8384. Um, and I also have a page on Facebook. I have one on YouTube, but don't visit that yet. It ain't too helpful. <laughs> no, I didn't said it now. Shit. Yes. Y'all <laughs> already know where to shit. find me. Page anyway. So yeah. I need not say that, but um, <laughs> Eruth is going to be around. I will uh, yes, go and put her in the post. This episode will be up soon. Y'all already know yes. me, but uh, thank you, Eruth. Thank you. Always. Glad always to be a here. Treat. Always a treat. Yes.